Leviticus chapter 3 verse 1 And if his offering be a sacrifice of peace offerings, if he offer of the herd, whether male or female, he shall offer it without blemish before the Lord. In Leviticus chapter 1, we we learned about the burnt offering, which means total dedication to the Lord, and the entire offering is consumed in the fire. God gets all of it. In Leviticus chapter 2, we learned about the meal offering, which is an offering of thankfulness of grain, and the Lord only gets a small token portion of it to symbolize your thankfulness to him, but the Levites eat most of it. That's their payment for their service to the Lord. Now in this chapter, we're talking about the peace offering, meaning having peace with God. It's a fellowship offering, which means that it's eaten. The people eat it among themselves. It's kind of like a feast-type offering where everybody would get to share a meal together in fellowship. It promotes brotherly love, which is pretty awesome. It represents peace and God's feasts. He does have major feasts throughout the year. There's three major feasts, and we haven't talked about two of them. We only know about one so far, which is the Passover feast. But at all the feasts, the people are going to have these great meals that they're going to share together and fellowship over. Here now we're talking about the peace offering. Peace between us and God means that our sins are forgiven. That's what it always means in the Bible. We want peace with the Father, and we can only have peace with the Father through Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross. This is going to be an animal sacrifice again, just like the burnt offering was. 2. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of his offering, and kill it at the door of the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons the priests shall dash the blood against the altar round about. They're slashing the jugular vein, and the animal's blood is draining out. 3. And he shall present of the sacrifice of peace offerings, an offering made by fire unto the Lord, the fat that covereth the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards. God is going to get the fat from the inside of the animal. That's all going to go on the altar. 4. And the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the lobe and the liver, which he shall take away hard by the kidneys. 5. And Aaron's sons shall make it smoke on the altar upon the burnt offering, which is upon the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Lord. The Lord is getting all of the innards and the fat, which is the part that isn't as healthy for people to eat. Because this is a fellowship offering, and he's going to have the people eat all the best part of the animal, which is the meat. And he's going to take all the inwards and the bulk of the fat that's from the inside of the animal. They're going to burn all the innards completely with a fat. 6. And if his offering for sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord be of the flock, male or female, he shall offer it without blemish. For the peace offering, it could be a female or a male animal, either a cow or a sheep but it has to be without blemish. That means no disease, no sickness, no lameness, you know, no missing eye, no clipped ear. It has to be completely without blemish. And that symbolizes that Jesus Christ was without sin when he died on the cross. 7. If he bring a lamb for his offering, then shall he present it before the Lord in front of the tent of meeting. 8. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of his offering and kill it before the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons shall dash the blood thereof against the altar round about. It said that if it's a cow, it's killed at the door of the tent of meeting. And in verse 7, it says if it's a lamb, it's killed before the tent of meeting. To me, that sounds like the same thing, because the door is before the tent of meeting. 
9. And he shall present of the sacrifice of peace offerings an offering made by fire unto the Lord, the fat thereof, the fat tail entire, which he shall take away hard by the rump bone, and the fat that covereth the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards, the innards and all the fat, including the tail fat. 10. And the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them, which is by the loins, and the lobe of the liver, which he shall take away by the kidneys. Now this isn't a repeat, because before it was talking about a cow, now it's talking about a sheep. See how detailed and specific God is to make sure that there's no misunderstandings. God is so specific, and he says, this is the parts you take of the cow, this is the parts you take of the sheep. 11. And the priest shall make it smoke upon the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire unto the Lord. They're both offered in the same way, both the cow and the sheep. But God explained the whole details of each so that there would be no confusion about what God wanted. 12. And if his offering be a goat, then he shall present it before the Lord. So you have another option. You could present a goat. This has to do with how wealthy you are. Either you can afford a cow, or you can afford a sheep, or you can afford a goat. 13. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of it, and kill it before the tent of meeting. And the sons of Aaron shall dash the blood thereof against the altar round about. 14. And he shall present thereof his offering, even an offering made by fire unto the Lord, the fat that covereth the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards. 15. And the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, which is by the loins, and the lobe above the liver, which he shall take away by the kidneys. 16. And the priest shall make them smoke upon the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire for a sweet savor. All the fat is the Lord's. Each three of these are offered in the exact same way. They're killed in front of the door of the tabernacle. Their blood is sprinkled on the altar, and all of their inwards and inner fat is burned on the altar until it becomes smoke, and it's burned completely, and then the people get to eat the meat. 17. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations and all your dwellings, that ye shall eat neither fat nor blood. God doesn't want them to eat fat or blood. It's not a coincidence that fat and blood are not good for us to eat. That's what troubles our hearts and leads to diseases and all kinds of things. But spiritually, the reason God doesn't want them to eat the fat or the blood is because the blood is the life of the animal, and life is precious. And Jesus sacrificed his blood on the cross. The reason that God gets the fat from the animal is because that is the very best part of the offering. There's more calories in fat. You can do all kinds of things with fat. It's very valuable, better tasty. And that concludes Leviticus chapter 3.